Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, as well as the automotive and social media worlds. I'm your host, Sam, from that YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. Welcome to another midweek bonus episode. Uh, if you've never listened to Behind the Glass before, uh, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, every single week, myself and Mr. Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales put out a sort of 45 or 50 minute episode talking about all things to do with with cars and motorsport and social media and oh, just a lot of different stuff. We, we often get distracted, but we have a good time with it. And and those episodes, as I say, will continue and do come out uh, usually on Monday evenings at UK time. So make sure to subscribe if you're watching here on the Behind the Glass YouTube channel. Turn on notifications so you don't miss those episodes. And if you're listening only, make sure to keep following on whatever audio platform you are listening on. Uh, but, but these bonus episodes are a chance for, for you and I to sit down, you being the audience, I being I, being me, um, and have to sort of, you know, some aside conversations without Tony interrupting. It's just a chance for me to tell some stories, tell some anecdotes, uh, look back on my career as a YouTuber and maybe even my career prior YouTube uh, and just, yeah, share some, some bits with you. Uh, and today I want to look back on one of my sort of greatest moments on Seen Through Glass, which was the first time I met four-time Formula One world champion. Sebastian Vettel. Uh, my obsession with F1 has been well documented on Seen Through Glass and Behind the Glass. And so meeting any driver is always a highlight and actually something that I didn't know if it was ever going to happen uh, in my life. But because of Seen Through Glass, uh, it has happened multiple times. So yes, uh, today's episode, today's bonus feature is The Time I Met Seb Vettel. So Vettel actually wasn't the first F1 driver that I had met or worked with uh, prior to Seen Through Glass, and this will be a story for another time. I had actually worked with Lewis Hamilton a, a handful of times. And yes, as I say, that will be another bonus feature. Um, but then on the channel, I'd also done a sort of quick fire Q&A with Jensen Button uh, through an ESSO event. Uh, but, but my sort of first big creative opportunity to make some really standout content was with Sebastian Vettel with thanks to Shell. Uh, now I've worked with Shell, Shell V power for a number of years. Um, but this was kind of like the first big campaign we did together. Uh, and the opportunity came about to 
do some content with Vettel. Now, whenever you start sort of talking about Formula One or Formula One drivers or Formula One teams, you get a lot of sort of restrictions start to be discussed or, you know, limitations and PR sort of uh, strangleholds on, you know, what you can say, what you can do, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of got this sort of half offer, like, you know, oh, there's a chance you can film with Vettel for, for 15 minutes like that. What would you want to do? So of course I'm like, oh my God, yes, yeah, so this is the dream. Like, what can I do? Can I, I want to get in a Formula One car. And they're like, that's not going to happen. Um, but it transpired that essentially he was filming some promotional uh, content at a big sort of aerodrome, big airfield. Um, shortly, I think it was just before, just after, I think actually just after the British Grand Prix. Um, and so they had a sort of slot within that day, about a 15 minute slot where they could just, you know, he had free time. So I could, I could do something with him. And so long story short, we worked out that he was going to give me uh, a, a hot lap, uh, a passenger ride in a Ferrari 488, and then I was going to do a quick fire Q&A with him. Now, that seems relatively simple and straightforward, but I knew that from a YouTube point of view, that hot lap had to be insane. You know, if it was a kind of dawdle, it was going to look boring. Like he needed to drive the tires off the car. I don't think that's an expression, but yeah, he had to impress. And then the quick fire Q&A had to be sort of fun and lighthearted, but it was almost secondary to Sebastian Vettel driving me around a track in a Ferrari. Hence why today I'm wearing my Ferrari shirt. By the way, if you're not watching on the YouTube channel, you wouldn't have seen that. But yes, I've got a t-shirt with a 275 GTB on the on the front because, you know, ha, oh, Ferrari. Um, but anyway, uh, long story short was once we kind of agreed on this, this creative and we were building up to the day, the closer and closer we got to the filming day, uh, the more sort of restrictions seem to get in place from 15 minutes to suddenly, oh, you can have 10 minutes. And instead of 20 questions, you're going to ask five questions and three of them need to be about fuels. And then you're going to go out for a hot lap, sure, but uh, you're only going to be, or you're not going to be in the car. You can film him in the car. I don't know. It just got weirder and weirder. And all alongside this, I was getting messages through Ferrari F1 team being like, you can only look at Vettel in the left eye and he does not turn right. And you have to be quick. We want the quick. It just became ludicrous. And so there I was as a Formula One fan getting a little bit nervous anyway about the opportunity but being told over and over again that I was going to have very little time and it was very reduced and very controlled. Now, the only thing I had as an advantage is my career prior to Seen Through Glass was media management. It's a form of PR publicity, which effectively meant at large-scale events or press launches or red carpets, I was managing the media. So I was really used to being on the other side, being the person saying to BBC News, you're only going to get one question with Brad Pitt tonight. I'm sorry, that's it. So I kind of knew the tactics and I kind of saw what was coming. So I didn't get too stressed out by it. I think a lot of the people around me were like, oh my God, are you ready to sound like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, it, it will be fine. I was a bit worried that it was going to be crap and my content wouldn't turn out like I thought, but there was something inside that just knew that it was kind of the publicity teams that were fretting rather than actually Vettel because I turned up on the day, saw him hanging around and he just looked like a super chilled guy and everything about the day was kind of laid back, but still I had these kind of people coming up from Ferrari F1 or F1 themselves or whatever, just being like, are you ready? Are you ready? You're going to have to be really quick. So finally comes the time where it's like, okay, here's your slot. Get the cameras on, get the GoPros on so he can get right in the car, do the lap, answer your questions, and then all is done. So I'm like, right, how'd I go? And I've got all my GoPros set up and I'm putting the, the cameras onto the car. And I, I kind of hear Vettel walks up 
behind me and he's kind of chatting with my, my agent at the time and maybe some of the Shell or Ferrari team. So I sort of poke my head out from setting up the GoPros and look over and I'm like, I- I'm ready, I'm ready. And he goes, oh, what, what are you doing? I said, I'm putting, putting GoPros on the car. Go, oh, okay, how, how come? I said, oh, I, I run a YouTube channel. He goes, what does that mean? And begins then a sort of 20 minute conversation with Sebastian Vettel about what it means to be a YouTuber, how YouTubers make money, how I create content, why I started, how I film. In walks Mark Genet, a guy, if you don't know, an uh, ex-Formula 1 driver who's been one of Ferrari's long-term sort of test and performance drivers. Uh, he wanders over, we're starting to nerd out. He's talking about, I'm showing them videos on YouTube of I don't even know what, I think maybe Tax the Rich, some of the uh, Ferrari Tax the Rich videos. And we're literally just sitting there chatting and I can feel the sort of PR people and they're all stressing and getting a bit, but Vettel is so chilled, so laid back, genuinely intrigued by what I was doing and how I did it. And I found that as like a mark of a champion or just of a sort of great man. He was genuinely just wanted to learn, wanted to understand more about what I was doing, how I did it and why he was part of it. Uh, Mark Genet was just hilarious. I mean, (laughs) he has remained hilarious and I've been lucky enough to kind of work with him on a number of different occasions now. And I I really like the guy, but he was there just talking about, yeah, troll videos and fail videos and kept wanting me to show videos of babies falling downstairs, things like that. Vettel was just kind of baffled about the whole thing. Uh, But anyway, after this kind of like 20 minute casual chat with me and Sebastian Vettel, me being like, oh my God, it's the greatest moment of my life, even though I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan. So anyway, um, he goes, right, should we, should we film? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And so before we get in the car, I say to him, look, for this to work, uh, having told you everything I just spoke to you about, you really got to scare the hell out of me. Like I need to look like you are driving the pants off this car for it to work. If you just dawdle around here, it's not going anywhere. So he goes, okay, I'll try. And I think there's actually a bit in the video where I repeat that and I say to him, like, you've really got to, you've got to impress me uh, for this to work well. And he said, I'll give it a go. My good Lord, did he give it a go? The guy thrashed the hell out of this 488, so much so that he launches it off the line, hits the rev counter in first gear. And actually the gearbox couldn't keep up. It's a bit of a lurch moment to start with because he was just so aggressive off the line. But it's one of the most amazing passenger rides I've ever had in the sense that it, there was about four corners. I think it, it wasn't the Bedford Autodrome. It was the one that up north. Oh, so I've had a mind blank. But anyway, it's an airfield. There are about four corners. At no point did the car feel like it was sitting still. It felt like it was moving all the time. And he he seemed like he was always in control. I mean, there's a point where his tongue comes out of his mouth. He seems to be concentrating so much. But I was immediately like, oh my God, I haven't seen car control like this. So I'm having this amazing time. The car's flying around. He's going, oh, are you having fun? I'm like, I think I'm speechless. And we go through this kind of like chicane that then joins on to the main runway. And as we do that, there's like a bit of a, I don't know what you'd call it, like a bump or or whether the asphalt, the tarmac goes up a level or down a level. I'm assuming it went up to the runway because I imagine there's more tarmac on the runway. But anyway, we hit this bump on a slight angle and it does upset the car for all of two seconds. And when you look at the footage, literally it's like a tiny correction by Vettel and nothing. And I just go, whoa, like you just see me like bump up and down. And we carry on per normal. He slides it through the last two corners and we're, hey, we're home. But as we're on a sort of cool down section, he goes, are the cameras on? I went, yeah. He goes, can you turn them off? I was like, okay, God, what's happened? So I turned the cameras off and he goes, we nearly crashed. I'm like, what? (laughs) He goes, yeah, yeah, we nearly crashed. I was like, what are you talking about? And he said that when he hit that bump, he didn't see it coming. And the snap of the car, we were doing like 120 miles an hour. He was like, oh yeah, I thought we were going to spin. I genuinely thought we were going to (laughs) spin. 
And so we went back and we stopped and we're sitting in the car and I've got the GoPro footage on my phone and we're like going through like scene by scene or, or, or frame by frame. And there he is like laughing his ass off about the fact that he nearly binned the Ferrari press car. I mean, the whole situation was mad. I'm there trying not to fanboy, but like, oh yes, oh, Sebastian, you nearly crashed it. Ha, oh, you joker. Um, and he sort of thinks, okay, well, there we go. We're done. I go, oh no, I'm really sorry, but we have this quick fire Q&A. Kind of expecting to be like, oh mate, I'm, I'm done now. But he's like, oh yeah, of course, no problem at all. Um, and my point being, what a nice guy. Like having been all the sort of pressure and hype and expectation beforehand that my time was going to be limited and he was going to be really stressed and I had to be quick. He just turned out to be the most laid back, friendly, engaging human being. And what an incredible driver. And it, it goes down as well. Firstly, two of my most viewed videos on the channel, but also probably one of my best days on Seen Through Glass or being Seen Through Glass or creating for Seen Through Glass. I don't really know how to refer to it, but absolutely unbelievable. And I've been lucky now to work with him two or three more times after that. And he's always very friendly and smiley, whether he does remember you or when, whether he does remember you whether he does remember me or not, I don't know. Maybe someone's whispering in his ear, but he always pretends to remember me uh, and we have a bit of a laugh and I, I've done some epic content with him. So it's kind of weird because on track, uh, he's often sort of my arch nemesis in the fact that I usually support, uh, support Hamilton. Vettel in previous years has been up against him. So I've never really been a fan of him on track, but on a personal level, what a legend. And he shared some insight into his car collection, something I'm not going to repeat because he did kind of at the time, asked that it wasn't publicized anyway. It was kind of just an aside conversation. But my God, does that man have some cars? Like genuinely some ridiculous cars. A majority of them Ferraris, but lots of other stuff. And uh, if I ever meet with him again, I will ask him if I'm allowed to discuss some of the cars maybe that he has. But yeah, there we go. My recollections of the first time I met the legend, the Formula One legend that is Sebastian Vettel. I hope you've enjoyed the story. If you're watching here on YouTube, make sure to give it a thumbs up, turn on notifications, uh, well, make sure you subscribe and then turn on notifications. And if you're listening, make sure to keep following on whatever audio platform you're listening with. I will catch up with you guys very, very soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.